I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking to the original influencer, Perez Hilton who founded and oversees one of the most iconic websites ever. We get into all the juiciest stories, including the Florence Pugh and Zach Braff split, industry anecdotes and celebrity encounters, don't worry darling intel, Perez's apology to Britney Spears, Selena Gomez's dating history, Dane Cook, and more. Let's get started. Okay, Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh, girl. (laughs) I know. It starts with a capital D. That's DoorDash. (laughs) Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. (laughs) I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working. Continue in the newsroom. Mm -hmm. Never have to leave the newsroom. Basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the (laughs) truth? Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. 
What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We're going to get right into it with a very, very exciting guest, the one, the only, the icon, the one who started it all, the OG, Perez Hilton. Thank you for being here. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. You know, I, I think it was serendipitous timing because I almost sent... Uh, a blind on myself <laughs> to you recently because there was a little bit of drama. I'm in Las Vegas and I went to the opening of Martha Stewart's new restaurant here. And I was the guest of this local news personality. And I just assumed that she would have everything taken care of. And we get there at the Bedford in the Paris Hotel and we you know weren't in the vip area no big deal i don't need to be in the vip area but after about an hour there i was getting ready to leave and i go to the publicist and i said hey could uh we arrange a quick photo with martha and the publicist said uh let me see what i can do and then he comes back to me like 10 minutes later and he says i'm sorry martha is not doing any photos right now tonight and i said really is that coming from Martha or her publicist? And he said, no, I, uh, coming from my boss. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, I'm gonna share this and I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> and I stormed off in a huff. Uh, so I thought that'd be kind of like funny, like Perez Hilton rejected by Martha Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh. So do you think she didn't want to take the picture with you? No, I really don't even think they asked her. Right. Because I've met Martha before. I was on her TV show. She's always been lovely. And and she also takes pictures with people. I just think somebody didn't relay the message. And I, like I said, I didn't need to be in the VIP area. And if Martha didn't want to take a photo with me, then that would have been acceptable as well. But the fact that they told me they didn't even ask her or her publicist, that felt disrespectful to me. And... I left and I'm proud. Listen, you, 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 you might know old school Perez. If this would have been 2007, I would have fucking been screaming and calling names and been like the biggest Sega next Tuesday. But I made a vlog and the two words that I just expressed were, I was disappointed and I, I, I felt hurt. I was sad, uh, and and that's all I said. And um, but I thought that was funny. I can make fun of myself. I'm like, oh, what a loser! Like I couldn't even get a photo with Martha. <laughs> yeah, I think that's important. Like obviously, you've been doing this a lot longer than I have, and I actually have a confession. We have um, not met mutual friends. No, oh, we no. have we have emailed before. Did you b- before you did what you do now? Did you send me information? I didn't send you information, but I reached out to you about something. This was whenever you started, 2007, 2008. This was that long ago. So we've oh my God. we've had contact. Tell, us, tell me what, what was it? No, I can't tell you. That will like totally like give so much information about me personally. Oh. So I oh, can't Oh no, tell well, you. well tell us 
Tell us without giving away personal information. No, because it's like very personal. It wasn't, oh. it wasn't, I didn't email you about something personal, but if I tell you in which context I emailed you, I think it would just like give away too much information. I mean, but all I, right, I'm happy to play along, yeah, but you I, know, because. Yeah, you were very you're, nice. You're. Your identity's out there. Well, listen, I don't confirm anything. And I think people think I'm doing it to be annoying. But honestly, the reason that I kept my identity so private in the beginning is because I really did have another job. And my boss did not know I was doing this. And I was spending a lot of time doing it. Can I ask? uh, Well, actually, you may not even want to comment on this. Um, It worried me after you know you were doxxed or whatever because like look at what happened to gawker some celebrities are assholes and they take advantage of the legal system and even if you say you know oh everything is unconfirmed and this and then the other some asshole celebrity may still want to sue you because they're vindictive and petty have your legal bills increased over the last six months (laughs) No, because I think I keep everything like that's the beauty of the blind item, because if you write a blind item and don't confirm it, I don't know how NT lawyer gets away with confirming his blind items. Um, But if you write a blind item and don't confirm it, how can anyone really sue you? And I keep all the salacious stuff blind for that reason. I don't need to get entangled in any people. There was an instance recently where I forget who it was. Um. It might have even been Johnny Depp and Amber Heard related. Uh, like, even, actually, that's the perfect example. Like, Johnny Depp wasn't even named in the Amber Heard article. She didn't say it was Johnny Depp, and then he still sued her, and now she owes him millions of dollars. I am just so afraid of the legal system because oftentimes the person with more money. Even if they're not in the right, they'll win. And that sucks. I mean, the, the thing is, well, first of all, have you ever been sued? Oh, my God. So many times I was sued. I was sued by a ton of paparazzi agencies back in the day because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I was using their photos without permission. I was sued by Britney's record label for leaking one of her songs. I was sued by Samantha Ronson. I won that one and she had to pay my legal bills. So that was good. I think I just said something like she was a bad influence on Lindsay Lohan and she sued me over that. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, I got sued by Jennifer, not on behalf of Jennifer Aniston, by Universal Pictures. This is the cra- this, this is the craziest one. In the mid-2000s, Jennifer Aniston was in this movie. Uh, I forget the name of it, but she was a maid or... She was in a topless scene in the movie, okay? But they cut it out of the film. It never aired, her being topless in the movie. And this French celebrity magazine somehow got the photos of her in the movie the stills that didn't make it into the film and the french magazine published it then i got my hands on a um pdf a a copy of the magazine and i published that screen grab of the magazine and they sued me and not the magazine it was crazy did they win we, you know, I had to settle. So 
I wow. uh, am. I'm the. This is what. This is one of the reasons why I'm the cheapest person <laughs> I know, because I don't have fuck you money in the bank. I made so many financial mistakes in my younger years that I highly regret now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try to err on the side of caution. I don't think I'd ever post naked pictures or post anything that has to do with accusations that are litigious. You know, I yeah, try. Yeah, like drug use. That's that that they'll really come for you with that. Listen, I I'm not saying I've never posted those things, but I'm saying now that the account is verified and bigger, I do not post yeah. those things. I don't out people. I don't talk about like people that haven't talked about their own sexuality. Um Although that's an interesting topic because I find it Maybe hypocritical is not the right word, but I find it interesting that women who start hanging out with or dating other women, uh, the media, mainstream media, has no problem talking about that. And like, oh, Kristen Stewart spotted holding hands with this woman or making out with a girl. And that is outing also, but they they're comfortable doing that because it's two women. I find that interesting. They did that before she talked about her own sexuality? I'm almost certain, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I really, really try not to. Like, if it's someone that I'm not sure about, I'll Google and I'll see if they've talked about any, um, there have been any articles of them talking about their sexuality, alluding to being fluid or alluding to being bi. And if there aren't, then I definitely won't post about it because that's the line I feel like I won't cross. That's like pretty private. I used to do that back in my awful, horrendous, dumber, younger days. I don't do that anymore. Um, I'm curious, though. You must have, by now, your regulars who give you good information. Um, do you, you probably don't pay for information. Neither do I, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. I don't pay for information. Um have you ever worried about like them possibly like being unhappy with how you phrased it? Like, have you ever gotten information and then how you wrote it upset the person who tipped you off? No, because I make it very clear with them what I'm going to post before I post it. And I ask, I ask everyone's permission to post something, even if it's not one of my regular sources. I just say, simply say like, can I repost? And they'll say yes, or they'll say no. And I've always stayed true to that. So I think that's why people, you know, feel comfortable telling me because I don't think I've ever deviated from anyone's wishes. You must be getting, like, you must get so many direct messages every day. How many on average would you say you get? I mean, it depends what I'm posting about. And, you know, with Instagram, it's different because a lot of people will just give you their opinion or they'll give you like a little anecdote about an actor. And it's not necessarily like tips or direct information or like salacious gossip. So, I mean, I get hundreds of messages, but not all those messages are something that I'm going to post. But, you know, it's important to read them all because yes. then if you start to notice a, a, tr- yes. a, a trend yes, or, yes. Or, or verifiable, in, like, oh, all of the pieces are coming yes. together. Yes, I love that you're saying that. I'm, yes, that is so, so true. That's exactly how it happens. So, you know, I've been doing this now for 18 years. Oh, my God. Uh, and things change so much. Um, I'm happy that you're doing a podcast. I think that's really important. 
Are, do you have a presence on TikTok and YouTube as well? TikTok, yes, but it's a slow build. There's not, okay. you know, I don't have, I have like maybe like 58,000 followers. YouTube, no, I've never dabbled in YouTube. Well, any TikTok video that you make, you could post that same video on YouTube as a YouTube shorts video. And I would encourage that. Oh, that's Just because point. the elephant in the room... Instagram is dying, dead, 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 dying. Don't you think so? Um, I mean, it's different for me, I feel like, because my followers are so used to seeing the information that I present in that format. So it's actually very hard for me to switch platforms. Like, they get upset and they get mad. You know, they get mad really? that I... Yeah, like, I've had people tell me I gatekeep information on my podcast that I don't share on my Instagram. And I've had people, you know, tell me, like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have a TikTok account. Can you just tell me, like, you know what it says over there. So they're just so used to having the information presented that way. So do you have a, a newsletter as well? That would be a good option because, you know, you've got this great thing going that you've worked really hard at for several years. And I think it's good for you to take ownership of that and have people's contact information be like, sign up for my newsletter. Basically what I'm getting at is diversification is important. <laughs> No, I agree with you. And yes, I have a newsletter. Um, I don't send them out that often because I'm going to tell you something that I really don't talk about. But like I am literally the only person that works on all my content. It's wow. just me. That, I, I relate to that. I yeah. mean, I have help, but I still work like a crazy person. And for, you know, the first many, many years, it was just me doing everything. Right. Um but it's really exciting what you've built. Am I getting it confused? But you you do have, is there like a, a, a TV show also in the works, like a scripted show? Yeah, so I wrote a book. It's called A Non-Please. It comes out November 8th. It's fiction, oh. but it's based on this journey that started in 2020. Um, and it's sort of like a behind the scenes You've only look. been doing it since 2020? Yeah. Only that, only, wow, crazy. Yeah. Uh, and who who's working on the the scripted show with you? Um, Greg Berlanti is producing, and it's going to. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm telling you, like I'm not. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but the book is that good. Like the book is such a fun, sexy, like beach read that. Ooh. You Are know. you doing the audio an audio book as well? You need to yes. do the audio book. Yes. <laughs> We're doing an audio book. I'm not reading it. We hired like people to. Um, to narrate. I picked like the voices, but there will be an audiobook. It's just like a fun like like I said, like a fun sexy book and I think, you know, love it. Greg read it and he wanted to make it into a TV show. So, you know, Well, you got to tell Greg, you need to tell Greg that Perez has to be in the TV show. Do you want to make <laughs> do you want to make a cameo? I'm not even joking. Let's make it happen. We're making a deal right here right now. <laughs> Yeah, so I actually, I am um, going to be involved in the TV show. You know, I'm not going to be, you know, on set, like, doing anything. But I am going to be involved in the development. So hopefully there'll be some cameos. So I'll tell them you're interested. Fingers crossed. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, I mean, obviously I could talk to you for hours. I feel like we just had a very private conversation <laughs> on the podcast right now. Like, I don't know if everyone wants to hear, like, about my business development and your advice. but Sure they do. Okay, well, thank you for... <laughs> Thank you for sharing, you know, some tips. And um, I appreciate, you know, we've never spoke before, but thank you for no. being so supportive. 
Um, You're welcome. That means a lot. So the first thing I want to talk about is Florence Pugh and Zach Braff just announced that they had split um, at the beginning of this year. I don't know if there's someone that you that you cover a lot, but my audience has been asking for the past six months if they were together and nobody really knew. Well, I guess they had broken up. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes. So you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe body program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah, saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this, Spot Pet Insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to SpotPet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductibles, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence, American Insurance Company, or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. 
Well, it's not exactly a surprise. In fact, there were reports uh, a few weeks ago or a few months ago that she was in Europe somewhere having fun. I forget the name of the other actor that she was spotted with. And what is odd to me is that she didn't use that opportunity to confirm the split then. Um, But, you know... Somebody just said that to me as well. And, you know, she uh, she was seen with William Poulter. That's who she was seen there with. There we go. That's yes. who it was. Yeah. So who also, he has a girlfriend. So I think oh, it was totally. Oh, that's why. Ah, yeah, so I didn't know he had a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. So, you know, I think him and Florence were always platonic. Now, she just gave an interview to Harper's Bazaar. And she was kind of like, you know, I don't know why everyone was so interested in my relationship with Zach. And like, I've been holding this in for so fucking long, but like maybe they're interested in your relationship with Zach because he should have allegedly was in 2007, he would have been on top of that list. So maybe that's why everyone is Ooh. fucking. <laughs> wait, wait, you got to give us more information. Allegedly. You need to give us more information than that. It's been driving that. me crazy. It's been driving oh. me crazy. And you know what? She was fucking five years old. So she has probably no idea what kind of reputation that he has within certain circles. So. Well, that's fascinating because, you know, I was not aware of Zach Braff having that reputation. You know, because he did have a lot of high-profile, long-term relationships, but I guess during the downtimes, or maybe, hey, even during those relationships, he was still uh, getting around and doing his thing. He treated Mandy Moore like absolute dog shit. And she's an angel. So She is an angel. Yeah. So I think like maybe that's why everyone was so invested in your relationship, Florence, because you were probably like, you know, in first grade when all of this was happening and maybe <laughs> you weren't aware, but... And and also, you know, they they see, they see they were, they, it clearly didn't work. They, they, they were like an unlikely match. Yeah, but I don't even think that's it. I think people got the creep vibe from him. And I'm here to say that maybe their intuition wasn't so wrong. That's all I'm going to say. And also, furthermore, I heard that he had alleged cheating tendencies while he was dating Florence. So, you know. Wow. you You have never heard any of this? You know, Zach Braff is not somebody that I was ever that interested in mm, so mm-hmm. no <laughs> you know he 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 was never in my orb I mean I would cover him and you know especially back in the day when he was on Scrubs that was a popular show so uh, I, I would cover him more back then but he's really been off the radar for a while now I would say and actually, the relationship with Florence Pugh was really good for him and vis- in terms of visibility. Yeah, so it's interesting that you said that he, like, you weren't interested in him. I think, like, I was a huge Scrubs fan. I was also, like, I thought that the movie Garden State was, like, a masterpiece at the time that it came Aww. out. So I was always, like, very interested in him every time somebody would message me about him. So maybe that's why I've heard these things but needless to say like when I first started hearing these things about him it was very disappointing for me as a fan to hear so you just have to assume actually this is a good question I mean I'm sure 
in your circles, you've met celebrities and they have no idea who you are, or maybe some of them do know, do know who you are. Um, who, instead of the, the douchebag one, but who, who has been the most pleasant and the loveliest celebrity you've met? Mary J. Blige. Really? Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I mean, Mary J. Blige was so gracious and so lovely. I basically like slid into her booth at a sushi restaurant and started drunkenly singing real love to her. Ah! And she just <laughs> she just grooved along. She literally was like grooving along, clapping. But like, you know, I would never normally do that. But to me, like that song was everything. So when I saw I'm her, I'm for some real love. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a classic. It's a classic. So when I saw her, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, she is a queen. So I just, I was also drunk. I would never do that now, ever in a million. Years. <laughs> this was many years ago. So I love that story, though. That's a good story. Yeah, I would say the nicest celebrity, because you know, we just, we just had a moment of unsavoriness with Zach Braff. The nicest celebrity, I would say, is. The singer Jewel. Mm, that's be a good one. Be because she truly has a huge heart and cares about so many people. She has this nonprofit helping underprivileged youth. And she's also really helped me a lot in real meaningful ways. Um, it's, it's, you know, show business is, is a lot of fickle friends. Mm -hmm. They come and go like the wind, but she's endured uh, as one of my nearest and dearest and um, it's just very telling about who she is as a person I love you know, that she cares about who she cares about who the person is not what they could benefit her or this or that or the other do you have a lot of celebrity friends I know you're a uh, godfather to Spencer Pratt's um, little boy. Gunner. Yeah. I have a lot of celebrity. Actually, Spencer, I would consider a friend. Like we talk regularly and and we love to give each other tips and advice as well. Um, I, I would say I have a lot of celebrity acquaintances and a few celebrity friends. Uh, but it's hard, you know, because there's always that element of am I using them or are or were they using me? And also my life is just very different now. Mm -hmm. I have three young children and I'm in dad mode mm -hmm. and that's my favorite job. Aww. I love being in dad mode. Ah, I love that. Well, let's go back to Don't Worry Darling. Um, this is yes. something that I get asked about all the time and I was posting about it it started in 2021, right when the movie wrapped. I'm just going to read a couple DMs. These are already out there, but just to refresh everyone's memory, because I still, every, every time I do a Q&A, I get 20 questions about this. But you guys, I've posted all about it, but I'll just refresh your memory. <laughs> um, so somebody said, this was right when the movie wrapped. I have it on very good authority that the director was not as involved in directing as it would seem. I'm hearing the cinematographer of the film did a lot of the heavy lifting, which I think disappointed some of the A-list actors. That was one message. The other message is, Ooh. background actors from set said the tension was insane. While it was still a beautiful process, many agreed that Olivia Wilde was the instigator, while Florence was just trying to be professional and do her job. This may just be talk, but it was due to Harry's treatment versus everyone else's. 
Florence was kind to the cast and crew, and I haven't heard a single unkind word about her. Now, I, I've never heard a single unkind word about any of them. I just want to say, even Olivia Wilde. Like, she's getting a lot of shit for this movie, but I really haven't heard anything bad about her as a person. I mean, it's weird because... Harry Styles is in my orbit and has been for a very long time. And, and, and you know, uh, by, by nature of her dating him, so has Olivia Wilde now. And it's become very painfully aware and obvious to me that there is this group of hardcore fans of Harry Styles who just hate Anybody he dates, really, but she is their latest target. So they're bringing up old stories, old tweets, old this, old that, purposely trying to smear her and make her look bad. So I'm not saying, obviously, you know, there, there, there clearly was something that happened, but I look at anything Olivia Wilde through the lens of, I first need to take a moment, take a beat, and really dive deeper into this and see, is it somebody that came with an agenda? Is it a, a Harry a fan, Stan, that wants to make her look bad? And, you know, look at me in 2022. There's a lot of fucking misogyny in this world <laughs> and people not wanting to see women succeed and trying to tear women down, women against women, and I don't know. I think the reality is the only people that really know exactly what happened between Harry Styles, Florence Pugh, and Olivia Wilde are the three of them. Mm -hmm. And until we hear directly from one of them, um, everything else is just fun and popcorn. Um, and it might be something completely different. It might even be more salacious. Let's go there for a minute. Wouldn't it be amazing if the three of them just did a lot of Molly and had you know wild threesomes? <laughs> I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's a possibility. Well, it might have been. It, you know, it might be something offset actually that that really triggered things and not the professional onset drama. I mean, I did report on this a couple weeks ago someone oh. someone very trusted told me that there is a rumor going around in hollywood that harry yeah. and florence hooked up before uh, filming started so yeah. maybe maybe that's where the tension started now i will say this person didn't you know have any proof it was just a rumor that was going around and this was a reliable source. It wasn't a Harry Stan. It wasn't someone who hated Olivia Wilde. This I, was, I, that seems, you see, that seems almost more believable to me. I'm into that theory. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, like I did hear from a lot of people that worked on the movie and they did say the conditions were difficult, but it really had to do with COVID. Nobody really mm, yeah. said anything about the way Olivia acted. You know, I don't know where this whole narrative sort of started that she didn't really direct the film. I mean, it could be that maybe she, she wasn't an experienced enough director to direct this kind of film. And it had nothing to do with like Harry Styles. Does anyone, you know what I mean? Like that to me would make sense. Yeah, It's a very cinematic yeah. film. But... But if we peel everything back for a second, I'm old school and I think 
all this negative press is still only oh good God, for the yes. movie. Oh my God. Everyone's talking about this movie. They won't yeah. stop. And it's just ramping up as this release date is nearing. So yeah. Yeah. And it's not the kind of movie that would normally get this kind nope. of attention. So it's only helping, I think. Right. But I have to wonder like how annoyed those three are about this narrative. I think Harry Styles is quite masterful with how detached he is. I think he might have an inkling of everything, but clearly doesn't understand the depth of conversation being had about it because he's Harry fucking Styles and he's unplugged. He probably really does not have social media on his phone and he doesn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. He's on top of the world, selling out arenas, multiple nights in multiple cities and living his happiest, sexiest, hairiest life. <laughs> that is so, so true. That is. I so think true. Olivia is probably the most bothered and Florence somewhere in the middle. I think Olivia is probably the most bothered because she, she's had her name mm-hmm. for a while. Ever since being linked with Harry, she's had her name drug through the mud. Mm-hmm. And even if you are detached and even if you don't check, you know, even friends who think that they're helping you by telling you something, it really doesn't help that much. Like this affects her the worst, I think. Yeah, I agree because it has to do with her career. Her, yeah. I mean, you know, and her reputation and her is rep- everything. Exactly. Yeah. Now, somebody just messaged me and they said, Harry's fans are mad at Florence for what she said in the Harper's Bazaar article. So that article, I don't know if you read the whole thing. I've only read I've only read pieces. I think I don't know if she knew what she was doing or I don't know if she was mi- misrepresented. But I feel like that article is going to open up Pandora's box for all this drama again. That's my prediction. Ooh, just from my, I'm into it. You're into it. Well, just from people's reaction to the article. I mean, I've been getting messages about this fucking article all morning. Um, so I guess like TBD, I think we need to like watch the movie and see for ourselves. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide.
When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. You know, people are also saying that the movie sucks. And I mean, it's a weird film based on the trailer. Yeah. So I think if you go in with the expectation that it's going to be weird, then you won't be disappointed. But if you're going in for like a crowd pleaser, I think you're going to think it might suck. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I think it might be like that. What was that weird, scary insom in Sumner or whatever that that weird Florence Pugh film that oh, like kind of put her on the scene? Oh my god, Midsummer, Mid, yeah, Midsummer, Midsummer. There we go. That one. Yes, Midsummer. It, it might be it might be along along those lines. I think it looks really interesting. I will definitely be tuning in. Will you be watching? Don't worry, darling Perez. No, probably not. <laughs> I listen. Oh, I love it. I I'm so busy. When I if I go to the movies, I'm one of those boring people that wants a sure thing. Meaning, I'm either going to see a superhero movie or I'm going to go see a horror film. Those are like my two genres. I did go see and I'm obsessed with Elvis mm-hmm. and Austin Butler is life. He's everything. I he, Austin Butler is the new Harry Styles. There I said it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now, what do you hear about Austin Butler? Because I get a lot of messages about him as well, and a lot of people love to refer to his relationship with Vanessa and how I he I met them while they were dating and he seemed very nice and normal I mean he was just like he was in that world he was on Disney Channel he he was definitely not anywhere near as famous as she was but I didn't get any bad vibes from him he seemed really down to earth and nice back then and I would think he's probably even more so now I would hope because he's gotten such a special opportunity and He's going to get an Oscar nomination um, and he wants to keep this going. You know, right now he's like slowly entering, maybe not even slowly, like he's entered the A minus list. And if he keeps making smart moves, he will firmly stay there. Yeah, I heard that Baz is like obsessed with him and this won't be the last time we see them working together. 
Ooh, I'm excited to know what they do next. We love Baz. Yeah. He's a genius. Yeah. Did you ever hear the rumors about him cheating on Vanessa and that's why they broke up? Ooh. Um, I did not hear that, but, you know, they're young. Yeah. And young people are meant to make mistakes and fuck each other over and to do dumb things. Yeah. No, I agree. Wow. I don't think I, you know, as somebody who made a shit ton of mistakes in their past, I don't, I hope that people are not defined by their past mistakes. I believe that everybody has the ability to do better and be better. And that redemption is within all of us. That was really deep. You're right. You're right. That is true. But do you feel that as someone who reports on celebrity gossip, that even though you feel that way, that you have a responsibility to be talking about maybe like, you know, the oh, I'll stupid talk about stuff it. about people cheating or, you know. And honestly, maybe I had, honestly, another thing is like, maybe I had heard about it, but if it happened a long time ago, I, I forgot. You know, like my brain is a sponge. Oh, it can I, only I hold so much information. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the, the funniest thing is when, you know, I've gotten into so many feuds with celebrities, but the funniest or not funniest, maybe the saddest, I don't know, um, when I don't even remember why I was fighting with a celebrity. Like, oh, you got into a fight with that celebrity? Yeah, and I don't even remember why. So when you say <laughs> that's when you say feud, do they like reach out to you and you go at it like behind the scenes? Or do you mean like you post something, then they write something and then yeah, you post Yeah, more something. like f- forward facing public. Yeah. Okay, got it. Although there although there has been, you know, behind the scenes feuds as well. Yes. Yeah. I mean I get it. I don't. I have a couple of those. I just don't like to talk about it. And I wouldn't say it's a feud. I would just say that, like, you know, certain people don't like my account, which is totally fine. You know, no hate, no hate, no shade. If they don't want to be posted about, just message me and tell me. And I've had a celebrity who is a little bit controversial be so nice and so gracious and literally message me like, please stop posting about me. But when there's, when they're passive aggressive about it and they try to like make, make a thing. Wait, so you, and then you stopped. Yeah. I could tell that. She Why? Had, because I could tell that she was like really bothered by it. I get it. Cause I was posting not such great things about her. So I was like, yeah, no problem. I don't want to cause you like distress. No problem. And she was so Every- nice and so appreciative. Everybody slide into my DMs and tell me who this is. <laughs> I will never say because I don't want to make like her look, you know, like whatever. People are going to perceive it. I'm sure your hardcore fans can put two and two together. So slide into my slide into my DMs and let me know because I'm curious. Well, it's definitely not Haley Bieber and Casey Musgraves because I've made it clear publicly that I won't post about them because they were two that were like very passive aggressive about it. Like if you don't want to be posted about Casey, just say stop fucking posting about me. And like maybe she didn't like being posted about because everyone says she's a fucking Maybe that's why she didn't like being posted about. You're bringing out the bad in me. You're bringing out the petty in me. Well, this is why people listen. They want the tea. I'm never like this. You're bringing it out. Something like got into me today. I'm not even PMSing. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm on one right now. (laughs) 
I'm on. I love it. Yeah. I'm on one too. We're on one together. We're PMSing together. (laughs) Anyway, so that's like where I stand with that. So somebody came to you and said, please stop posting about me. You'd say, no, sorry. Like, (laughs) (laughs) really? Yeah. I can, I can talk about like, for example, Britney Spears. I was, I, 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 I am deeply ashamed and regret a lot to most of my past coverage of Britney Spears. And there are those Britney fans that think that because of that, I shouldn't even talk about her now. But I disagree. And I think the way I express my opinion and the way that I report the news is different than how I used to. And... I'm still talking about Britney Spears and I don't think it's in a mean way, nasty, cruel, hurtful, vicious or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I was religiously reading your website, you know, back in the day and I know you posted a lot about her. I can't remember specifically. I'm sure it was about her partying. It was about everything. I mean, I I was an asshole. Like I even, you know, went so far as to call her a bad mother and things like that, you know? Um, I would do things and say things for attention and to get people worked up and, and, and commenting. And uh, I, was, I was the ultimate shit stirrer stirring the pot. Did she ever reach out to you or did you ever have a conversation with her? I have since had a conversation with Brittany and also even after that conversation I reached out again before all of the free Brittany stuff um, just to apologize again and uh, you know she's been very gracious more gracious than she probably should have been to be honest but she's been very gracious and I'm immensely grateful to that Mm -hmm. for her now, what do you think about all of these conspiracy theories stating that she's not free right now? You know, it, there are extremists within any group or movement, you know, whether it be political parties, you know, you have your people that are far right and far left, and then you have your more normal centrist people or whatever you want to say. Uh, and same with the Free Britney movement. You have your normal concerned fans and then you have the ones that are the hardcore just conspiracy theorists that don't believe a single thing like i believe she has access to her instagram now she's not in a conservatorship anymore right anything that's posted is because she wants it posted and yet still there are those people who refuse to believe that right Uh, you know somebody who is you know um knowledgeable of the situation said something to me last week that made so much sense. They said, I don't think people realize like how much Britney actually loves fucking with everybody. Like she knows oh, absolutely. what she's Absolutely. Absolutely. I've said that. I have said that. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, she's a famous person and famous people like attention. Not all of them, but a lot of them do. And yes, that is absolutely a factor at play with Britney. And look at... Kim Kardashian, you know, it's like it's it's a healthier way of getting a dopamine release. You know, Kim just posted like a banging 
photo of her in like a bikini at the gym. And she, anytime she does a, a content like that, it gets be- better engagement than something else, you know? So she's strategic and she knows what works. And same with Brittany. Yeah, I'm on the same page as you. I think she's just fucking with everybody, which is kind of great if you think about it. Now, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think she, in, in many ways she is she's like a college student, right? Like she just graduated high school and only now is she finding herself and figuring out how to function as an adult and how to be happy. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on Sam? My thoughts are, even if he's using her, They've still been together longer than any other relationship of hers, longer than her marriage and time with Kevin Federline, longer than with when she was dating the agent dude. She's dated other guys in the past. This is her longest relationship. He's been with her, supported her, and I think of it this way. Brittany, unfortunately, lives a, a very isolated life. She doesn't see her children right now. They've chosen not to be involved in her life for the time being. She's estranged from her mother, estranged from her father, estranged from her sister, estranged from her brother. She has no one except for Sam. So imagine how her life would be if she didn't even have him. I think he provides... a a shoulder to cry on, somebody to hug, somebody to fuck. It's important to have intimacy and love and somebody to just be there for you. And I'm glad that she can have that, even if he's not the dream, the perfect man or whatever. And and honestly, I don't even, I don't even know if he's bad. I don't know if he's good. I think I I would like to believe he's good for her and, and a good, decent guy. Yeah, I think he gets the rap of being her handler. Which he definitely is a yes man, but she might need that. Yeah, he definitely, I definitely get, he is a yes man and you're right. I think she needs that right now. She needs support. She needs a yes man. She's free, but she's still processing what she went through for 13 years. And in the, process of processing she may do or say things that you and I may not do and we may not cope in that way and we may not decide to be as public or how or whatever she might do um you know I hope she's still in therapy I think that would be very beneficial for her because there's still so much drama in her life and being Britney Spears, even though it's great as well, but it must be very hard. Yes, for sure. Now, the next person I want to talk about is actually someone that she posts a lot about. And people always ask me, like, why is she throwing shade at Selena? You know, does she have beef with Selena Gomez? Like she Britney has no beef with Selena. In fact, I think no, she admires yeah. her. Yeah, so I think, and has a little bit of a girl crush, I yes, would say. Yes, exactly. So every time she posts that one picture of Selena with like the doll head in her mouth, everyone freaks out. 
and they start <laughs> they start thinking that like Britney's throwing shade at Selena and I'm like guys no she's not she lo- just like you said she has a girl crush on Selena now Selena was recently seen at a party it looked like sort of like a album release party or something for an artist named Rema who I've never heard of have you Never. Okay. Well, he has 3.6 million followers on Instagram. But one of the things I love about Selena is she is stealth. And I think she learned the ability to be stealth through her friend Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is the queen of being stealth. Like she lives a normal life, does normal things out in public. And most of the time, She's unbothered, unrecognized, no paparazzi take photos, not even fans will take photos. And Selena has quietly, over the last many years, dated a bunch of dudes. So if this is her latest guy, then great. He's one of many. She's actually been in a lot of relationships over the last few years. She's just kept it very quiet. I mean, like, I have to ask you who, because I'm going to get a million DMs. Like, who is he talking about? Like, who, who is well, he referring I don't, to? I don't know who. I don't, I don't even know if there's, they're necessarily, like, famous people, but I know she has been dating. Yeah, for sure. She's also, like, spent a lot of time not in Los Angeles. Like, I... I think she has a place in L.A., but she also has a place somewhere outside of L.A. and likes to live a normal life and good on her. She she does her own thing. And I think maybe Brittany sees that and knows that and is envious of that in a way, but not in a jealous, awful way. Just like she's happy for Selena. I agree. I agree. No shade. I think it's all love. Uh, I wish people would stop <laughs> Asking that and perpetuating that narrative because I think it's ridiculous. I, too, have also heard about Selena dating various guys over the past couple of years. I've dropped some names. I did say she was talking to Drake and people kind of flipped out about that. Mm. I don't. It was just it was just a tip that she they were talking and I know they're working on a project together so it wasn't that they hooked up but that being said we all know how flirtatious Drake is yeah I don't see them working but no for sure but maybe like just like a fun like little romp like you know what I mean it could be hot yeah listen celebrities celebrities are fascinating because they know they're celebrities but there's also an element of any famous person that's still a normal person. And I wouldn't be surprised if, let's say I am Selena Gomez and Drake was flirting with me and wanted to hook up. Part of my brain would be like, all right, let me hook up with Drake just so I could have a great story to tell all my girlfriends. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just so you could say you hooked up with Drake once. So some other names that I had heard of Selena dating were various athletes oh. over the past couple of years, but not besides Jimmy Butler, which I think it was, you know, consensus that they did go on a few dates. Uh, one of my audience members saw them at Lucien and um, I think they went on a couple dates after that, but there were some other athletes, not um, European athletes oh. whose names that maybe, you know, people that live in the United States wouldn't recognize. So she is very smart, I think, like to your point. And I also think that if she was really 
dating this Rema, she wouldn't be all over him on his Instagram account kissing him on the cheek or wherever she kissed him. Yeah. Uh, but of course people are going to talk. But but Selena's smart, which you backed up definitely 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I quickly just want to talk about is Dane Cook. So there has been... <laughs> Dane Cook got engaged to his, I think, 19-year-old girlfriend recently. And that sparked a lot of interest in Dane Cook. And there were some Instagram accounts who did deep dives into... Dane Cook and when they started dating and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And and some parties that he used to throw some game night parties that he he advertised on his Instagram. He didn't hide who was there, but there were a lot of 14, 15, 16 oh, year olds oh. at these game nights. And that's it kind creep- of went, that's very creepy. Well, it kind of, you know, went like viral you know i would say like underground viral like everyone was talking about it oh yeah i saw it i don't think any news like legitimate news sources picked it up but with that being said i just have to read this dm i received somebody wanted me to just like set some set some things straight i'm just gonna read what they said it says in reference to the stories coming out about the parties he has he has hosted for young girls and all of that I can clarify that these stories are being so twisted. Basically, <laughs> there <laughs> Basically, there's a huge group of actors, comedians, producers, etc. that like to get together and play game night every once in a while. I have attended a bunch of these. Truth about these. Yes, he did meet his young fiance at one of these game nights, but it was not some creepy thing where they were only inviting young girls. Truth be told, they are spinning that he held all these parties to have young girls there. And honestly, it's so false. It is mostly a ton of 40 to 50 year old men and women. And occasionally a young person is brought in as a friend. This is how Joey King was brought into the group and his fiance. It's really a lot of A-list people mixed in with millennials that like to nerd out. That came from from Dane Cook's publicist, I'm sure. No, it wasn't. I mean, listen, I don't speak. I don't knowingly speak to any publicist. Yeah. Do you speak to a lot of publicists? Yeah, but I but but obviously the publicist wouldn't email you from their work email. You know what I mean? No, no, exactly. But I don't I mean, this person has their name. I could easily look up to see if they're a publicist. Uh, they're not. They right. they attended. They attended the parties. They just wanted to set the record straight. They wanted to give a different different perspective to these parties. OK. All right. Um, I definitely think, oh, a great way to discuss this is with time comes perspective and somebody that was in a similar situation is Demi Lovato. She started dating Wilmer Valderrama when she was a teenager and he was much older and she just wrote a song about it and and she thinks differently about that relationship now. And that's all I will say. <laughs> that's a really, really good analogy. She, th- she thinks differently about it. I mean, I don't know. Um, I personally wouldn't be in a relationship with somebody that young, but so long as they really 
didn't break any laws or coerce or extort or exhort or whatever, you know, um, it's it to each their own, I guess. Yeah, exactly that. I say that to a lot of people because if they're legal, like what can we say? Like, that's creepy. That's gross. Like that's someone's opinion. But if it's fine, if the age difference is fine for the people in the relationship, then we should have nothing to say about it. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I mean, about we're going to have opinions, but I, um, you know, I, I wish them happiness. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you heard a lot about Dane Cook in your 18 years doing oh this? i mean yeah back in the day you know he used to be it's wild man like if you remember back in the day there was a period of time where dane cook was so hot that he was headlining arenas there's no way he would headline an arena in 2022 but he was you know a big comedian many 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 moons ago and especially during the time that he dated Jessica Simpson and she was even hotter back then. It was, uh, it was, it was a moment in time and a lot of comedians are very dysfunctional people. <laughs> yes, that is true. Do you remember that movie he was in with Kate Hudson and Jason Biggs? Thankfully, no. What was oh it? Oh my God. It's called like my best friend's girl or something. Oh, it's God. actually really good. All right. I'm surprised you've never seen. I'm surprised you've never seen it. I do love romantic comedies. They um, they don't make them that much anymore. But I didn't see that one. No. <laughs> yeah, I Dane recommend Cook. it. To Dane listening. Cook is not somebody I would like normally go see in a movie, though. That's probably why. <laughs> well, let's not get crazy. I didn't like go to a movie theater. Oh, okay. And, and All right. Sit All right. There and watch this movie. But it, yeah, it's called My Best Friend's Girl. It came out in 2008. Um, you know, I'm a big Kate Hudson fan, so I'll watch anything that she's in. Are uh, you a Fabletics sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> Our ambassador no. maybe is the right word, not sponsor. Fabletics ambassador. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, I am. A, I will buy anything that she's fucking peddling, though. I, like, I'm a sucker for her. I don't know why. Um, but I am not a Fabletics ambassador. <laughs> I posted I, po I posted about her a lot. You know, I hear a lot of like 50-50 things on her. Like some stories I get where she's like so cute and so nice and so bubbly. And some stories I get where she's like a complete bitch. Mm. But I guess that's everyone. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd ever be a complete bitch. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I think that I think what might surprise people the most about me is I'm the friendliest and also the most professional. Like if I work on a TV show or anything, I always show up early. I am so easy to work with. I volunteer to stay late, whatever it takes to get it done. Because like I said at the beginning, you know, I've been doing this now for 18 years and I'm so aware of the fact that every day that I continue to be able to support my family is a blessed one doing what I do because even like the regular celebrities, many of them that I started writing about back in the day, I barely write about them anymore. They're not 
relevant um, or uh, whatever, or some of the media outlets don't exist anymore. You know, I used to be called Hollywood's most hated website for the longest time. And this TV show called The Insider gave me that nickname. They were the sister show to Entertainment Tonight. They don't exist anymore. They went off the air. So I'm just so grateful to still have a career even if I'm not an it girl anymore, and listen, I'm honest, I'm not an it girl anymore, but I'm still Perez Hilton, and that's iconic. (laughs) (gasps) Yes, baby, yes! (laughs) Let's end on that. That was fucking awesome. I love it. Uh, Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Well, I mean, tell everyone where they can find you. I know they know, but you actually have two accounts on Instagram, which sometimes confuses me a little. Yeah. I, well, I, you know, one of the great things about podcasts is the folks who listen to podcasts typically tend to listen to more than one. So the most important thing for you all to hear from me is check out my podcast, the Perez Hilton podcast with Chris Booker. You can listen anywhere you stream podcasts or directly at perezpodcast.com. Wow, I didn't know Chris Booker was in your pod was on your podcast. Oh yeah. He's an OG too. He is. He used to be an MTV VJ and he used to be a K-Rock DJ and He's been around a long time and we have a lot of fun doing our show because we didn't, we, we rarely agree on things. So there's a lot of conflict. <laughs> I love that. Well, you guys check that out. And Perez, thank you so much for being here. It's been great speaking with you. Thank you for having me and all the best and have a great day, everybody. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.